What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Humble Threads podcast. It is season three, Low Key Royale, and we are coming at you with episode 60. Uh, we are a bi weekly podcast that feels like a cozy chat with good friends talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I'm Michael Hart. And I am David Graves. All right, David, let's get humble. What's going on in the world of Graves? Man. This this is a doozy one, guys, from the past week. Not like a lot's been going on. Uh, but your boy got hacked on multiple, multiple social medias. Like, it was crazy. Um, I can't even remember when the first one happened. I don't know if they were a week apart. I think they were the same. They might have been a week apart. Um, but it was Memorial Day weekend. It was that Sunday. Um, I was just chilling. Trying to have a little, you know, cook out everything. I had a nice little buzz going, having drinks. I think I had some tequila and pineapple juice. I was chilling. Um, and then my fiance sister came in and was like, uh, Dave, I think you're hacked. And uh, can you do this, this, and this? I was like, okay. So someone got into my Instagram account. Um, someone tried to get into our Humble Threads account. Didn't successfully really get in, which is good. Um, I was more happy about that. But, yeah, they got into mine, was trying to change my password like change the you know um i don't even know the two factor like all this other stuff so it took me like all day to get them out all day it was ridiculous um and you know i hate not that i appreciate everyone and everything else like that but i hate when that happens because your phone blows up so i'm having people repeatedly Text me, text me, is this you, is this you, is this you? As I'm texting them, I'm trying to fight this guy or girl or whoever to get them off my phone. Um, so it, it was a back and forth thing. The, I think the biggest struggle was I was trying to change my password and everything, and then they would get back into it. And then eventually, I think either they fell asleep or they gave up. So I was able to get it back. Listen, guys, don't give up. So I was able to get it back, and then I, I set up a two-factor authentication for it. Um, I went through, I checked my passwords. I said, let me change my passwords and everything else like that. So this might be a sign for you guys. Google has a free two factor authentication thing. It changed the passwords nonstop, download it. Uh, it's easy to put the code in. You can Google it. If you're an older person, ask your son and, or, you know, grandson, whoever it needs to be, uh, they can help you out, but definitely get that going because once they get in, it's hard to get them out. And I know a lot of people who've done that and they just kind of uh, throw their Instagram away, which is a little dangerous because it can take advantage of certain people, um, you know, depending on who it is. But then a week later, um, the one social media I've completely forgot about that I've had since like, I, since it came out, I don't even know if it's high school or whatever, but they hacked into my Snapchat, which was even worse. Snapchat's like security is it's good, but it's hard when someone's in it. So I got a call from my friend Cam. He said, yo, I said, yo, what's going on? He was like, are you Snapchatting me? I was like, nah, no. He's like, all right, because it just said you asked for my Apple Pay. And you know I don't have an Apple, like an iPhone. I said, oh, my God. So I go in there. I was able to get in. I was seeing the guy type as I was typing. So (laughs) he'd be like, hey, like, can I borrow $100? Um, I don't have my card on me or something. And my friend will Venmo you or my friend will send you back money through Apple Pay. And I was like, no one's going to believe this. A lot of people believed it. My neighbor believed it. But I was able to move fast enough. This is, I, I appreciate being technologically savvy, but I was able to move fast enough to say either no or go in, put a story out, tell people 
Um, but my neighbor would call my fiance was like, is David like, does he really need money? But Ashley was like, no. She was like, oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. I thought and Ashley was like, if David need money, he wouldn't ask you on Snapchat. And I said, thank you. I would ask you on a text or I would call you. But if it ever got that bad, then you know something's wrong. But a lot of people were about to do it. Um, the biggest issue was the two. I, I don't know if they tried to get into your, to two factor authentication. They might try it when they hack you. So I think they tried to do that and it locked me out. So I wasn't able to set it up. So the most I could do was change my email and change my password, which is what I did. Um, and then I was able to set up the two factor authentication later. But man, and then I, w- I kept getting messages from people like, hey, I was out. Sorry, do you still need the money? Do you need this? Do you need that? I was having people call me while I'm trying to get back in. I was like, y'all. Let's be smart. You know, I appreciate you guys that you were going to send me money, but let's be smart. You know what I mean? But just take this as a sign, everybody. If you're sitting there like I'll do it tomorrow or whatever else like that, just get the two-factor authentication. Uh, Google thing and just go into your settings. Set it up through your Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I think Twitter has it. Twitter has it through the iPhone. Um, and Snapchat also has it. So set that up. Um, and, you know, get the person out of there. Because it can take advantage of people and like you're not liable for the money that someone could send. But, you know, I probably have over 100 people in my Snapchat. I don't know if these people thought I was famous or what. But, you know, you get like $100 from over 100 people. Damn, they kind of made out like a bandit. But that happened to me the past two weeks, man. So, you know, get your two-factor authentication, guys. Never again. Never again will I let that happen. But other than that, um, I went to go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Really good movie. Really good. I I gave it a 9 out of 10. I thought it was amazing. Uh, It definitely leaves on a cliffhanger, which made me mad. Because the ending was coming and I was looking at my phone. And I was like, it's like 1041. Like, we're about to hit 11 o'clock. Is there still more to this movie? But there wasn't. So I was like, man. But other than that, it, I thought it was a really good movie. I think Sony's trying to get their like end game type movie saga going. So we'll see what happens. But I'm hoping that coming from this, Miles will be in the MCU eventually, which would be great. Um, and you know, getting to see that on the big screen would be a hilarious and amazing. And I would love for Marvel to continuously move forward with, with those type of characters and, and branch out. But that that was uh, Monday. But before that, I think it was this was Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we were supposed to go to my friend CJ's uh, trailer, but he was on a cruise and he got COVID. So we didn't get, end up going. I said figures, figures, but it was what it was. So we didn't go. But we kind of just had like a family weekend. So um, I recently, like I said, I left my bank. So I went to my new bank and I closed out from my old bank. And we just went to Westchester. So I took Caden to the park. We played some basketball. Um, and he got to go on the jungle gym and stuff. I tried to, I tried to show him what dribbling is like, and I handed him the ball. He dribbled it and it smacked him in his lip. And then <laughs> I was surprised that he could dribble it cause he's small and not that strong, but he dribbled it. Then he had a bloody lip for a little bit, but that was, that was pretty funny. But other than that, we went to uh, victory. They had like this music thing, me and Mike and the gang went uh, a couple I think either last year or two years ago. Where they play music and you can drink to have like specialties on drinks or whatever else it might be. Um, but I went there with my friend Brett and his fiance, and then Ashley's friend Jackie and 
her fiance came. So we all just hung out. We're talking, which was cool. So we got to do that. And then the next day we went to the Chad's Ford winery, which was really cool. They had like a music thing. It was hot AF and I was a dummy. I was standing out there with no hat on or anything. I was just getting baked and I had the worst headache later on because the sun was just beaming on my head. But it was really fun. So we kind of kind of did that all weekend. You know, besides the hack situation, I thought it was a really fun weekend. It's definitely the time to get out there and, you know, go to those things where they have like music and you know food and food trucks and everything and just be out there with your friends um, i don't know about right now because this air quality is crazy um it's time to put the masks back on and i don't know i know we took them off but we'll see i don't know mike have you been to any of the the music outdoors the the extravaganza things uh i'm actually mad that i missed one last weekend um so I think on Sunday there was like a music festival in Westchester, like yes, you know where we're, yep. we're at. Yeah. Uh, my wife Carolyn actually went over, uh, went to it with uh, with our with our friend Jamie, uh, my sister in law, and <laughs> and some friends. Um, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm at this like market in like at this park," and I was, and she didn't like specify like what was really going on until mm-hmm. I found out afterwards. Like it was actually like a big festival thing, like lots of going on. And I was a little bummed out. I was like, oh, man, I, I probably would have wanted to go to that. But uh, it was like an impromptu thing. They, did, they didn't even know they were going to go to it. They just they had already done something that day and just happened to drive past and saw something. So they stopped. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I love that kind of stuff. I like being outside. I like, I like kind of just like looking at different vendors and listening to some music, getting some, you know, uh, food truck food just just to, just to do it. Um yeah, man, uh, that's that. Those are great times. So I am looking out for more of that. As if if there's hey. ever any coming down our way, um, definitely uh, would enjoy finding myself at one of those. If you guys are on Facebook, listen, I, I go on Facebook and I always see them. Uh, that's the thing, right? Like I know, like the local area's got tons of events on Facebook. Exactly. I'm just never on Facebook. That's really so, like, all I use it for. I'll, I'll go to the calendar thing and look at events. Like I know Jamie. Jamie's on it a lot. Um, and some, I think my friend's mom's on it a lot. Some of those, like, they're kind of on it and they'll see me say interested and they'll be interested. Um, I don't know if Carolyn's on it. Maybe just tell Carolyn, like, if you see one, you know, I also have, since we have our joint calendar on our iPhones, I just add it to our events. And if Ashley wants to go, she leaves it there. If she doesn't, she just deletes the event, which is, you know, if we're busy. But yeah, I think it was music at the courthouse. I didn't want to go to that one, but um, I might just be jumping all over my topics. But uh, Caden was sick. Uh, his daycare had a case of hand, foot, and mouth going around, which I was like, I've never heard of that before in my life, but my mom told me we, me and my brothers had it before, and I was like, oh, but he didn't really, like, he didn't have any sores or anything. I think he got the stomach bug, because he was more or less throwing up, um, and pooping himself like crazy. The farts that were coming out that kid sound like a grown man, um, and I was about to tell him, you gotta wipe your own butt at this point in time, because if you're gonna be farting like a grown man, you're gonna be acting like one but we were pretty much trapped in the house uh kind of taking care of him and uh not doing too much um i was able to get out and go see some of my friends and hang out with them for a little bit and uh just talk about stuff because i don't know if i told you guys but i did tell mike i am now my friend's best best man because one of our other friends kind of didn't step up to the plate and get things done so i decided to take over and do it myself um so i had to go over there you know we were just talking about everything making sure everything was good we got the money for the bachelor party and whatnot so it's going to be fun 
Uh, that is at the end of July. It's going to be a blast. We're going to DC. Can't wait for that. But other than that, Caden is walking, which is kind of crazy. He's he's definitely he's not like it's not like an efficient walk, but it's a walk nonetheless because he's he's getting he's moving around. Um, but he's starting to get into more things now, and you know, parenting, parenting, two different styles of parenting, especially with your significant other. Uh, I'm kind of on him to make sure he's not going through stuff. Ashley. She's more of a laid back. I'm just going to chill. He's going to go, you know, roam through stuff. I'll grab him if he gets into something dangerous. I'm more like I'm with him every step that not every step, not like a hover parent, but I'm watching him more frequently because that kid will grab anything and could hurt himself. And his favorite thing is to climb on things and not know how to get down and fall and smack his head. So <laughs> there is that. But um like I said, we, we were talking about Memorial Day. I didn't have too much going on. Like I said, I had the cookout. We had some of that stuff. Mike, did you do anything for Memorial Day weekend at all? Uh, you got to go back in the memory banks. The memory banks, y'all. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Actually. <laughs> Took me a minute there. Oh, man. Uh, work's been tough lately. I've just been so uh, just working a lot. Um, but anyway... Um, Yes, uh, Saturday before, uh, or sorry, su- Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. I think it was Sunday. One of those days, I went over to see my parents. Um, we it's usually Memorial Day weekend every year. They open up their pool, um, and so usually myself and Carolyn offer to go over and help them get it open, like take the cover off, like get it ready because it's an in-ground pool, like full size um lots to do so we always go over there and help them take the the cover off and then we usually end up like going out for lunch or something um we hit up a a microbrewery uh in their area called uh, la cabra or the goat um it's really good um they have a really awesome kitchen great beers uh good vibes in general it's a small little place um but definitely would recommend uh and then on actual memorial day proper we went over to Carolyn's uh, family's place and her dad did uh, just a cookout out back and uh, we enjoyed a nice like outdoor meal, which was it's always nice to, to just get, get the families kind of get 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 some double inter- interaction uh, mm-hmm. the same weekend if possible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, kind of low key, not too crazy. Yeah, I feel like that was uh, that was kind of like us, too. Like I said, we, we did a lot of family stuff. Um, CJ's parents did offer and say, you know, you guys can still go down to the cabin if you want. But um, for me, I, not and you can take this as you want as a parent. You know, I, I've always said I don't really care how people view me as a parent as long as I feel like I'm doing the great that I can do. But I told Ash, we have a child, one. So, like, yeah, we can go down. Um, we will be up early. We can go do stuff. But once like six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock hits, you know, we kind of got to go home because a Caden's going to be tired and cranky um, and he's not going to be want to be out. And we're going to have to make sure he gets to bed or whatever else needs to happen. And we won't be able to go out. So we will be trapped in the trailer. Um, We have no babysitter. We have nothing. Um, So as as I always tell her, like, it's kind of hard to vacation with 
um, children, like probably like one or two, um, even three, okay. because certain things you can and can't do. And for me, I'm like, yeah, I, I will enjoy my vacation with my family and everything else like that. But sometimes like if I'm going on vacation and I'm paying for it, especially now expensive things there are, I want to go explore, do things and everything. I'm not saying I don't love my child. I don't want him to come with me and experience it. But my man ain't going to remember. He'll probably remember from photos. Yes. But, you know, me as a parent, I, I've always been like, I want you to experience stuff um, and be able to remember it and not be like, hey, you went here. But, you know, we'll never go there again. I want you to come there at your first time. Great time. Stack those memories. Um, you know, pictures are great. No, I'm not a really. Whereas my child, I will take pictures of my child, but I'm not really a big picture person. I'll take a picture to like uh memorize that moment or you know talk about that moment and that's it i won't be snapping photos constantly so edison ash let's just stay home let's do more family things so we did more family things we were able to take some photos and we were able to build those memories here um and be able to you know get a babysitter and still have fun at night and do whatever we got to do because i knew we were just going to be stuck in a trailer and be bored um and even with him being asleep it's not like we can go out and visit the other people who are in the campground and like have a bonfire or whatever because we have to be near the monitor so it was just a thing, but um, I think now me and Ashley are starting to realize, like, you know, especially with stuff like that, it's either we need to own it or we need to rent it. You know, staying at someone's place is a whole different thing. And, you know, but if we had our own campground, yeah, I would say let's go because I could start the, the bonfire. Or people can come down with us or whatever else like that. But it's an interesting time. But if you guys haven't seen it, man, this AI train is just, it just keeps going. Y'all we gonna be using it on this podcast today as well, but Photoshop has AI integrated in it. It's in beta right now. And I was able to get in there. You know, me, I devour any type of information I, I can, if it's something I care about and man, man, oh man, it was crazy. Um, me and Mike have been talking about this and I've been hinting at it. We're about 80% done this short film for midnight society. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I put the right stuff in there that I need to put in there. But there's something I made with the Photoshop AI, but it was, the picture was not 1080 by 1920. Um, it was more, it was smaller and more square. So I needed to fill out the sides and I was like, all right, well, let me put it in the beta. Let me see. It literally, it brought everything in. Like it just, it made extra space for designs. Um, and it's crazy how it looks at the picture that's already in there and adds more to it in the same vein of what it is and i was like yo a lot of people are afraid and they're like oh it's going to take jobs i'm gonna tell you right now it's not i don't think a we're still far away enough where ai is not going to be like so great like hands and eyes and teeth and certain things like that are still um not as great and you also still need somebody to put in the prompts so you need to be able to word stuff correctly to put in the prompts so that way the AI knows what it needs to put in um, and what it should look like exactly. Um, so there will also, also always be jobs. Uh, I've always told people it's kind of like when the industrial age was like a boom and then everyone got like machines. They still needed people to A, fix the machine or B, monitor the machine. So your job just progressed and changed. You always have to progress and change with it. But the AI stuff, man, it's it's okay. Um Michael be getting into this, but, uh, you know, he just got Diablo and I was like, well, maybe I'll stream Diablo and I'll make a thumbnail. So I was like, all right, let me bring it in here. Um, and it was the main antagonist Lilith, which is like the demon or whatever. And I put it in there and I said, generate fill, whatever. And it made some funky stuff. It didn't, it wasn't cool. It wasn't good. It was, the legs were weird and all this other stuff was, it was a weird picture. So at the end of the day, it's still 
you're still going to need a designer. You're still going to need people to A, have this stuff going, or B, find this stuff and make it. So that's, that's what was going on. Um, and other than that, just new games coming out. Um, like we said, Diablo, Street Fighter. There's actually a Street Fighter tournament right now. Um, one of the guys I follow. Maximilian Dude, if you ever seen him, he's on YouTube and Twitch, but he's a he's a legacy like Street Fighter, or not even Street Fighter, just fighting game person. Um, that's what his whole brand is on. And he's really cool. And he's making a Twitch Rivals legacy tournament. So he's getting guys who are like 30 and up versus guys who are like 20 and something. So they have teams and they're fighting each other in Street Fighter right now, which is kind of cool. Um, and other than that, man, I, I was able to go out um, – and I wrote this down, but I was able to go out this last weekend as well. I went to go see uh, my friends, like I said, and I stopped by Jamie and Billy. Um, and it was just funny to see Jamie. She was extremely excited to see me, and I was excited to see her as well. It's been a while. I was excited to see Bill. Even though I told my man Bill, we got to ship up, man. We got to, we gotta, you know, get, make some changes in life and everything else like that. And it made me think, you know, it's, it's nice to have nice people in your life, but it's nice to have real people in your life and tell you, you know, what's been what's been going on. And I feel like a lot of people take that for granted or they view you as the bad guy or whatever else like that. And there's been multiple occasions right now, because me and Mike has always said, growing pains for people and everything. And you're their friends and uh, you never have like ill intent. It's always good intent. I think that's what people forget where you're speaking real to people, but they either take it as an insult or they take it the wrong way. And I'm like, I did not disrespect you in any different type of way. So um, it, it was it was crazy. And the perfect example of that was today I had to go to uh, Wawa after getting gas and I had to get milk. This guy in front of me, I guess he was just having a bad morning. Like, I was like, darn, it's only 8 a.m. Like, I don't know how you're already upset. But the cashier, she said, would you like a bag? Would you like this? And he said, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm good. He's, and then, like, he went to go pay for his food. And she slid over the bag and didn't let go of the bag right away. And then he picked it up and he was like, she was like, I want you to have a good day. Like, I want you to make sure you have a good day. It's, it's the morning. You know, it's a lot of day left. I want you to have a good day. And I said, damn. All right. So I just paid for my stuff, got out. I said, you know, there's still people in, in the world who care about you, even if they don't know you. So um, make sure you cherish. The, my, I guess my last, uh, you know, food for thought is, you know, make sure you cherish the people who are in your corner and are speaking to you real. It might hurt. It might sting. But it's probably for the best for you because they probably said it nice to you a couple of times and you weren't listening. So now they have to be a little bit more stern, which I think stern is better than friendly to me anyway, because I want you to give it to me straight. But that's what's been going on with me. Mike, what's been going on in the mind of Mike? Yo, so we, you definitely you definitely touched on it a little bit. But so Diablo 4 came out. Uh, this is the first Diablo in, I think, oh boy, like maybe 12 years since yeah. Diablo 3 originally launched. Um, yeah. They do have Immortal, but that's... Well, yeah, but I mean, Immortal yeah. kind of wasn't really... I don't know. Like, Immortal's kind of kind of uh, got a real bad rap for having way too much <laughs> microtransactions in it that kind of killed the did, fun. Did you see this saying that about 4 now, too, I guess? I don't know, because I haven't played it. What are you talking... No, there's, there, there are... The only, on the only transactions in... Four currently are for cosmetics, mm. so it, it's not pay to win. You don't you don't gotcha. boost yourself. There's none of that nonsense. I did see some complaining from IGN. I think they made a post about. I it. don't care. Um, <laughs> the fact that like they have a store now that you can buy some uh, transmog, uh, you know, mm. outfits or whatever to make your armor look super more badass or something. 
yeah, whatever. Like, I don't really care. Um, I don't think I, so I've played several hours so far. I'm up to level 40 as a, um, give them the specs. I don't have my specs on me, but I'm, I'm level 40. I, and, uh, I'm a necromancer. I specialize in blight and blood damage. Um, there you go. It's pretty wild. Like I think I still think that uh, Necrobancer is probably the most overpowered class you can play currently. Um, I just you can literally let your minions of like skeletal warriors and mages and your golem kind of do all the work for you. Um, but it's overall though, gameplay aside, gameplay is fairly close to what Di- um, Diablo three was. However, this game actually is open world, whereas previously you were kind of locked into a certain area within any of the arcs or chapters of in that uh, story. Now, once you get past the initial like prologue, like you can just go anywhere. Um, you can go. You could walk the entire map. You can go anywhere you want, do anything you want, ignore the main story, and just do everything else. But um, the main story is phenomenal. There have been multiple times during the main story storyline where I've just out out loud just to myself in my own like gaming room and just said like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> like what in the world is happening? They pulled out all the stops for their narrative design. Um, the cinematics are incredible. Um, it it's really captivating. Um, and for an open world game that is now 100% cross-platform, so it doesn't matter where you're playing it, you can always join in and play with somebody else. You get um, an XP bonus if you actually play in a group. Um, hmm. You can take on like world bosses together. It's it's incredible. There's a lot of really good stuff to say about it. Um, I, I, I'm a firm believer that if you stare at anything closely enough, you'll find ways to, to have the wheels fall off. But I don't think... Currently, after playing so much in Diablo 3, this is such a huge step up from Diablo 3. And there's just so much more you can do. And you're not, like, throttled by what, uh, you know, what you're doing currently. Um, Yes, there is a seasonal, uh, like, battle pass coming. It's not releasing until July, I heard. Um, And in Diablo, they do something very special. um, If you're going to participate in the season you then create a seasonal character, which is uh, unlike the the normal characters that you can make. And this seasonal character starts at level one again. You go through the entire story at, in that season. And you the season will have specific seasonal challenges that will reward uh, season-specific loot, armor, mounts, anything you want. Um, mm. And then once you complete the season... That seasonal character then gets moved over to your regular roster and it's going to have like a massive bonus, like much more. Uh, it's like it like supercharges that like um, that uh, you're the character for you essentially after the season. So like, yes, every new season, they're expecting you to, to like re grind a new player, a new character. But there's always going to be like a reason. There's always going to be like something like a character chase during that season that you want Isn't to get. The same like, story that you're grinding? Oh, of course. It's going to be always the same story. But mm-hmm. uh, at least I believe so. Uh, that's how Diablo 3 was. Um, if, if they're changing it up between seasons, that'd be cool. But I half expect that because the main storyline is so epic, 
that season to season, it's just going to be replaying that, but with different like quests or objectives or um, achievements and things like that. But it'll be the same map, it's same world and things like that. But um, I don't know. I'm super excited about it. I've been playing a ton. Um, It's nice to have a game that's like, it's also just as high caliber as what I usually play, which is Destiny 2. Um, I can play Destiny 2 all day, every day. It's such a great game. I really enjoy it. They do a great job with creating new content every season. But now having something, it's also a AAA game that is like on par with like fun. Um, it's nice to be able to back um, bounce bounce between them. Um, I definitely want to play Tears of the Kingdom, uh, the new Zelda game that came out. But I think I'm going to wait until I've had my fill on, on Diablo 4 before I launch myself into that game. Because I know that game's going to absorb me quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, man, Diablo 4. Uh, if you, I don't know, if you like being amazing and crushing the hell out of demons uh it's it's definitely a game worth worth trying out i think the if i had to if i had to give any level of critique of the game there are a lot of menus um there's different things to toggle through lots of different vendors um like different like things you could upgrade so there's a lot to like take in at first if you if you're not familiar with the franchise but it's like it's fairly it gets very streamlined very quickly um so i don't know um diablo 4 i highly recommend it i don't know i think david's gonna get it at some point i know he's he's uh he's planning on it um but uh, i don't think we have a a definitive date but a lot of other of our friends are grabbing it on friday i think Um, and it'll be a big game we're all playing this weekend i I might be coerced into because i don't I, I, like here's my idea, guys. All right, let me break it down to you. One, but two, I I think I just wanted to touch on what Mike said. Also, I think it'd be good if it was like, all right, I do like the seasonal battle pass, but I think it would be cool if all right, we have to make a new character, but you just switched up the story like a little bit. You know what I mean? Instead of playing well, the same story over and over again. The reason but, why I don't have a problem with with replaying the story is because each character is so starkly different in their play style. So, like, even though you might know what's happening or what's coming in the story itself, the core gameplay is going to change, essentially, every time you do, if you pick a different class. Um, Like, you don't have to pick a different class. Maybe you just really like playing the druid, and and every season you play a druid just to get the best of the druid stuff that that season has to offer. Totally, totally acceptable. Um, And the other thing is, it's super important to think about, is one account can have 10 uh characters on it and you have a joint like stash so like if you can pick things up from one character and then transfer it to another character so like uh there's there's a lot of synergy that can happen like you can like get stuff um you can you can store stuff for like the next character so when you drop in a new character you can immediately load yourself up with some like really excellent stuff um you don't have to start like super fresh and vanilla um i don't know I, I I super like it, um, but I will certainly let you let y'all know on the podcast when I find myself being burnt out by it. But I I don't I don't see that I don't see that coming in. Yeah, no, I think it'd be it's it's more or less a fun game just for us to run around and. But it's it's like that's like I say, Destiny Two is really fun. Um, it sucks that you can only have three players sometimes. <clears throat> Some encounters we can have more, but it took it takes a while for people to get in that for how immersive it is. This is brand new, so a lot of people can hop in this, and there's no. Limit to the party size, as far as I know. But here's my dilemma, guys, okay? 
So Ashley <laughs> said she had something she was going to do Friday. And then she's going to be away Sunday. So I was like, I could get it this weekend. I could probably play Friday night. And I could probably play Sunday. Um, but she is leaving for a bachelorette party. When, next Wednesday to next Sunday. I said, man, we got from Wednesday to Sunday to just stream, game, and play whatever. So I, it's like either I get it uh, this weekend or I get it next week. Um, but I'm going to get it. And then I'm probably going to end up going ham for like five days in a row because I don't really think there's much going on. But I'm excited to play it. I've been watching a lot about it, and it looks fun. And I would definitely would love to play with everybody and just hop in and murder stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually quickly trying to Google if there is a known party size and I don't see anything. But like so I've played in like obviously and I I think it's it's probably four people if you're playing couch co-op. But I think if you're all online in your own space, I genuinely don't think there's a limit. Um because I've I've played like I've attempted I've take I've taken on like world bosses already, and I think there were like twelve people, and I and so like if twelve people can do an activity, twelve people can be online in the same world. Like right, um, it just seems possible. So who knows? More to come. We'll see. We'll definitely give it a try. Um, so yeah, moving on. Uh, so like I said, work has been a lot of work lately. Um, there's we just there's just a lot of stuff to do. Uh, I, I have a very important job. Um, uh and uh it's just been a lot um definitely not losing sleep over it just not getting the sleep i want um more or less um but that's okay because one of my favorite things i get to do at work uh not only is um making coffee at work i get to uh um because i got certified to be a barista through my job um which is not related to what i do at all anyway but it just was it was a cool opportunity and so i get to do that now which is fun um but i play D D at work um and uh, or at least after work not during work that would be amazing to get paid to, to play D. &D. um yeah uh but anyway so like we our dm was actually out uh in italy for a week um doing business and um he so we one of our, our party members decided to do a quick one shot of uh a campaign of, or a DD camp no it wasn't actually DD. &D. I, I forget exactly what the mechanic game type is called it might just be straight up called alien um but if anyone's ever seen the movie alien like the original alien movie it was a uh tabletop rpg where you played the characters essentially of that first movie and you like find this derelict um ship and you you go aboard and you're trying to figure out like what's wrong with it and and crazy stuff starts happening so we started playing that and we had a lot of fun um and uh definitely like super scary i think we're all gonna die he said the last time he ran this like ever everyone died um no one succeeded it so um that's something that we now have on the back burner because our dm is now back um but yeah we played uh our normal campaign yesterday had an absolute blast so all in all, work is absolutely a lot of work right now, but it's there are moments of levity in the day. My team is super awesome. Um, we all get along really well. Um, we all are kind of under the same level of work and stress, but and we kind of all just laugh through it. Um, 
and in a way it like we it really brings us all together so like no one's like struggling necessarily but everyone recognizes that we all have like really important things to do um but yeah work's been work lately i don't know um sometimes it's just be, it's, sometimes it's like that right um i agree i agree yeah um but outside of work of course uh with the with the weather looking beautiful these days um we we just finally decided it was time to restain our front porch um it's like a wood uh stepped porch and so i finally got out there got a uh two new coats down of the of the stain we use it, it had been a while like it was definitely looking uh worse for wear. it it was peeling up and we needed to put it put a new coat down and everything like that so now that looks fresh uh, of course while i was at it um you know once you do one thing you kind of tend to start doing other things um i noticed th that on our uh the back of our house with a big like wraparound deck and it needed um a couple of the boards to be like re-nailed down or like uh just fixed overall so uh, got out there and fixed a, a few boards, which uh, always feels nice to just kind of know that you're um, improving pieces of your home. So highly recommended if there's a job out there that maybe, you know, you don't want to do, but you know, but you, it, but you know, it needs doing just tell yourself, like, I'm improving my home. Like this is making the home better. Like I, maybe I I'm not here say. forever, but I can make it better while I'm here, at least, uh, you know, for now. Oh. I was gonna say I forgot to add that to my thing. I, I was doing some stuff too, but I, I replaced one of our light things. But Amazon had this deal. I don't know if you saw it, Mike. I I recommend it highly if you guys have ever seen it. But um, it's this thing you can put on your sink and you put the glass on it and the oh, water yeah. shoots up in it. So it was on sale for nine dollars. I think Fat Kid Deals posted. I bought it. Um, we had a water purifier. I don't know what it was, but I took it off, threw it out. I put that in. Man, I'm never going back. Like. I, we used to put cups and stuff in our dishwasher, and that just eats up so much space. And now it's like, all right, I just get a little soap, rinse it, bang, put the thing over top of it, it's rinsed, and then you put it on the rack, done. Or even if it's just something with some water, or you just want to clean it out, like a coffee cup real quick, bang, hit the rim, put it on there, that's it. Oh, yeah. But, um, I did that as well. So I, that's, you know. We have those at my that. office at every, like, coffee bar. Um, you can just put Amazing. the your your cup right yes. on one of those and clear it, clean it right out, and you're good to go. Yes, um, it's definitely like a huge uh, win. Um, and lastly, of course, I uh, just wanted to uh, t like I've been uh, like m lately m the attire that I wear at the office has been definitely stepping its game up. Um, I, I just feel like you know what I mean. If you're gonna be in office, you might as well uh, dress to impress. Um, I, my 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 motto is dress to impress, but be comfortable um and so you know we allow like like jeans and things like that in our office but i usually these days i'm wearing like really nice uh collared uh like button down shirts with like a blazer over top of it uh i have a really nice pair of these uh brogue laser uh le leather shoes that i've been wearing that, have, that are just super super slick but anyway um i i didn't i never thought this store or this would be for me um i always thought that maybe it was a little bit outside my price range um, but I've, I've recently been, uh, been, uh, going to, or, and I plan to continue going to, uh, the Nordstrom rack mm -hmm. because like Nordstrom's in general is very highbrow. Like for me, that's a lot of money to spend, but Nordstrom rack, it's kind of like where all of their, like, like, you know, la like things that maybe don't, aren't top sellers go and, or with all their discount items, it's kind of like their outlet. Um, and so I've been going in there and, and I'm, uh, we were there a couple weekends ago and, and I found some really excellent blazers that I now wear. 
I honestly, like hand to God, I never thought I would want to wear a blazer to a job um, growing up at least. But it just I don't know. There's something about it. Like it, it, it when you feel uh, a certain way while you're doing work, you tend to do that work better. Um, and sometimes it takes, you know, putting on that suit, putting on that outfit to kind of put yourself in that character that's going to do well at whatever you're going to do. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm liking it. I obviously like when I'm home, I I I relax. I and I I put on some regular stuff and just kind of kick it. But it, I don't know when it comes to the office for, for me these days, I've just been dressing fresh. I don't know, Dave. How how do you show up at the office, man? Well, I remember from my interview, I showed up in like a suit, and everyone was like, "What the what the heck?" But um, being a designer, I've always tried to dress like like business, but fun. You know what I mean? Especially with our colors of our company. So. Uh, sometimes I do have like some dress pants. I do have some cargo uh, pants because I know those are in right now. Um, and I, use, I have this zip up collar jacket because it is freezing in our office. I have a black and gray one, but anything I'll usually wear that. I will usually wear our um, uh, work shirts that we have, um, and then I'll have those on. And I'll have like some one of my Yeezys or Jordans on or something because I always feel like if I have a nice pair of shoes, like you know, we're always we're wearing we're wearing some good stuff. Um, cause like dress shoes, sometimes I guess a little uncomfortable, but sometimes I might be like, all right, you know, winter time is my time. So winter time I might dress up, um, like Mike said, like I might have like a nice sweater on with like a blazer over it, um, or something like that. But I've always viewed designers at companies like, you know, the edgy people on the outskirts. So, you know, we're allowed to have tattoos. We're allowed to, you know, kind of dress not as businessy, um, because, you know, we're the art people and, you know, that's how it is. But um, that's usually what I do, but just yeah. I don't go to Nordstrom Rack, but Target, Target be having some stuff. I mean, Target ain't bad. I, I like Target just fine. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, we just went there on a whim. We we're like, hey, it's Memorial Day weekend. Let's just see what they got. Maybe they got Is a sale. KLP? Yeah, yeah, uh, okay, that's why. Yeah. Not that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just kind of took a chance on it and just found like a couple blazers at like a pretty pretty reasonable price. And I was like, wow, like yeah, these are like real smooth, um, like fitted and, and everything. Like hell yeah. See. It's, I do want to get some uh, loafers. That's that's on my list. Nice, hell yeah. yeah they'd be expensive. I'm not Probably. Them. I mean, hey, I mean, but like that kind of that, those kind of items, right? Like you, like you just you know their quality because you're you're spending a little bit extra cash on them. Sure. Um, but anyway, so enough of that. Um, I do have uh, like breaking news. I will not. Uh, I cannot. I cannot uh, jump into this very very detail just yet because nothing's been announced. But I have uh, I have some really awesome yo-yo news coming down the line. Uh, that's kind of what I'll I'll leave you with. Um, you know, go if you're not following me over on Do What's Fun on Instagram or Thorlab over on YouTube, definitely make sure you're following because there's some cool stuff coming out. But I just want to tease tease you with a little bit of a some uh, fun uh, yo-yo information that's coming out for me uh, very soon. Um, but without further ado, gang, stick with us. We're going to hit a quick ad break, and then we're going to come back with those main topics um, before we send you off uh, with the rest of your day. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Mike and David. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. 
It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Um, all right. In three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed those few messages from us. Um, we're always trying to find ways to uh, engage with you and go a little bit further here. Um, but anyway, let's talk talking about going further, going into the beyond there. Of course, you know, once in a while we take out those tinfoil hats, we place them on top of our heads and we bring a topic to you because it's just it's just fascinating. Right. It's interesting. But lately there's been some UFO information being released and or talked about in the media. Uh, David, walk us through it. Like what what's been what's been going on? Yeah, um, to simplify, guys, not to get too crazy in on it, there is a document out right now about it. If you would like to go read, um, read it. I uh, do follow humble humble plug um, to these guys. It'd be amazing if we can get on their show. I, I don't know, uh, but we'll see. I never say never. Uh, it would be nice too. But I, I usually listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. They do a lot of paranormal and Bigfoot and everything. They get a lot of special guests on there. But they did a breaking news event for it today. But apparently. Um, I don't know if it's a bill, but I think it's a law. Biden put in a law where whistleblowers can now come out if um, people are or branches of the government or, or, or things that are associated with the government, if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing um, and it's impeding the government's decisions, et cetera, et cetera. So someone came out. I can't remember his name, uh, but he whistleblowed on one of the uh, I think they call them UAPs now. One of the UAP uh, associations that are with the government looking into these things. We recently just shot down a bunch of stuff. Uh, we weren't able. I think we just got them. By this, I'm going to say it has to do with this because they didn't really say it tied into this or not. But they retrieved one or two of them. And they've been withholding the information from Congress. And they never told Congress. And the guy came out and said, hey, they have two unidentified flying objects. And from the documents that they have put out and the things that he's corroborated with, they are not of human made technology or, you know, like any type of material. And they also stated that it's from out of this world. Now, it's been kind of swept under the rug because he's I think I don't know if the organization has been threatening him, but there has been some type of lashback on him from those places. But the Congress is applauding him for coming out and a lot of other people who talk about this stuff because you're supposed to be divulging this stuff. And a lot of things now that happen with the government, they say we want to be more uh, open with you guys and talk to you guys about it. And me and Mike have talked about it before on the podcast. Sometimes they kind of just sweep it. They just try and nudge it under the rug. So, like, it's out there. And it's not like the New York Times is posting about it or anybody's posting about it because, you know, those guys are like, yo, just keep moving on. The people are going to talk about this, whoever talks about it, but it's not going to be that big where it's going to take over. But, guys, they are in possession of one and one and a half uh, UFO objects, and they they claim it to be uh, vehicles. So what that means, I don't know. Uh, And for the reason for them not telling us, I don't know. But I can tell you this. They're probably trying to cross or uh, I forget, not cross engineer, but like re-engineer it probably. A reverse engineer. That's the word I was looking for to see what it is and what it does. Um, and if they could probably use it for us or, you know, weapons or whatever, because that's what the government does. But, man, that was the story. And I, I looked at it today. and was like, holy crap. I definitely want to read more into it. I want to see more. 
Uh, but you know how the government is. It's not like they're going to be posting pictures or photos or anything like that. But, um, you know, I, I hope uh, this, this goes in place where more people can come out and speak on these things. So it's not so hidden behind certain conversations and rooms and doors or whatever, because, you know, we deserve to know. And we're not stupid. We've seen a lot of things in the sky. We've seen a lot going on. We have technology now. We know we're not alone. No one's going to freak out. So I don't know why the government just doesn't say anything, but that's the news I got. Like, how do you how do you feel about it? Or what's you know, I don't know. It. It's super important if it's true, right? Um, I'm not a skeptic, but I understand that the media is there to control the narrative um, in any direction that that best suits suits whoever's you know fronting the bill more or less. Um, I don't like. It's not. This is this, this has nothing to do with politics. This is everything to do with. This is interesting news. This is not controversial news, right? Mm-hmm. Like people want to know if there's aliens out there. Like, they're, they actually they're like like super intrigued. Um, whereas there are far other many topics out there that just get more views because they're controversial. And so I I don't know. Like I I so badly want like proof positive that there is something more to this universe of ours because. So many people, and I feel like a lot of companies and brands are just kind of like, I don't know. It, it, things would change a lot, right? If 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 the, if aliens made themselves a hundred percent known, okay. like, I don't know. I don't know if it would be good or bad, but I just think that we're we're due for a shakeup in some way, shape, or form, um, and I hope that it can it can be received positively because I think a positive mission arc narrative is really the one we want all of us we all want we all want good and joyful lives right so like whatever that really means and i'm just tired of kind of like sensational news saying crazy cool stuff or or aggressive or negative stuff just i just i'm just tired of it because talk is cheap right um like cool, yeah. You, someone came forward and, bl- and blew this whistle about this stuff, but like, all right, where's it at? Let's yeah, have it. and I got. And Did I you got bring photos? How about a slide I, deck? Yeah, like, something. <laughs> Jesus, but I do got some more information. I don't know. I don't know. This uh, it says a uh, former intelligence and military military officer David Grush G R U S C H. Just so I can give you guys some information, so you don't think I'm talking about behind. Says the secret government program has recovered a non-human spacecraft. Quote. We're definitely not alone, Grush says, quote again, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, sometimes you encounter dead pilots. Believe it or not, as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. So they're also saying there might be bodies also in there. The lawmakers next star uh, spoke with spoke with saying uh, not aware of a secret UFO recovery program. I am I am a defense uh, proprietor. I'm part of the classified briefings. This is nothing that has come up, uh, says another person. Other lawmakers, blah, 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 stuff like that. So, they're, they're, you know, he's trying to come out and tell people about what's going on and, and certain things that he's seen. Um, this other guy, Phillips, added, I've, I've seen no evidence of it whatsoever. And if there are actually aliens or spacecrafts that exist, 
in some warehouse, in a government warehouse somewhere, of course, I want to know as much as all of you do. So a lot of people are saying he could be very well speaking the truth, but we have heard nothing. We've seen nothing, whatever. And you ain't. So like, you know, unless they come out and they dig deeper, they go after these organizations, which there is a lot of organizations in our government that withhold information from Congress um, or whatever goes on, you know, whether it be assassinations or coups or, or whatever it may be, uh, make it happen. But I, I surely do hope that we get just like at this point in time, we've we have like grown so much as a society and how much things are that if you were to tell us this stuff, it might make things better, I would hope. And it would bring people together more because it's like, you know, something outside of our planet is coming and there's different beings coming. So, you know, we should probably try and figure this out or, or you know, band together. So that way, if something bad does happen, we also have each other's back. Ergo. What was it? D-Day? Independence Day. You know, Will Smith. You guys haven't seen it, but we'll see what happens, guys. But, you know, that's all the information we got so far. We'll be, you know, diving into it as much as possible as it comes out. But if you've been outside, you've probably realized what the heck is this extra hazy fog going on? Well, there's a lot of wildfires in Canada right now. And, uh, of course, that affects the air quality. New York is getting hit pretty bad. They're saying Philly might be as bad as New York by the end of the week, if not by the end of these you know, next two days. Um, but it's definitely you can tell I've been outside and it smells like someone's freaking burning a house like three of them. So you know, who knows what's going to happen? Will we have to go back to wearing masks? Will we have to actually get a filtration mask. Um, is it going to look like Blade Runner? 2077 or whatever it's called i don't know i don't know man what do you think mike sorry <laughs> i'm completely distracted right now um i got some stuff going on on uh, in a chat on my phone right now which is uh super fun still more to come uh really excited to talk about something later on but yeah wildfires man like so we my office building has like a big glass side of its whole building so that you can kind of just see out no matter where you're at in the building it's pretty cool um but all day we were just watching it getting like the smog coming in thicker and denser and then we started like tasting it um like in our mouth like we started like breathing it it, it was coming in the building um and we were just everyone was like all right we got to go home unfortunately i had to stay actually extra time to finish something that i was working on but like your eyes were hurting like it was it is so dense and then of course when I did leave, I walked out, uh, you know, to my car and I was like, I'm actually struggling to breathe kind of right now. Like this feels like I'm standing over a, a legitimate bonfire breathing in smoke. So it's not good. I, I really hope that, you know, everyone, anyone affected by this in, uh, in Canada is hopefully safe and or doing the best they can to get through this because it is absolutely tragic. And, uh, you know, whether you know we we we're just getting the smoke down here and dealing with that but you know we obviously you know our hearts go out to any of you that have been um you know displaced or anything like that by that but yeah it's getting wild down here like the sun looks like it's like bleeding because of the the haze in front of it it's not okay um but yeah it's kind of gross <laughs> yeah guys I don't, I don't know we'll we'll see what happens is it another summer where we'll have to stay inside i don't know uh, but you know be safe out there guys they said 
especially in New York, um, being outside and being exposed to it for, I think they either said 24 hours or something. It's like smoking nine packs of cigarettes or something they said, which is outrageous. But, you know, keep keep it together or, you know, stay inside. I, I don't even know if inside's safe. I'm going to be honest with you. They haven't really disclosed a lot of information on how to keep yourself safe from this. I know some stuff is probably coming out as time is going on, but hopefully they can get the fires under control and we can get our summer back to normal. Uh, it would be a bummer if our summer consisted of a haze of smoke um, hanging over us. But with that being said, if we're going to get to our final topic here, guys, we've talked about this a lot, especially me and Mike being streamers um, and going from different platforms and doing a lot of content creation. Twitch is now, you know, kind of secretly disclosed their next terms of service for streamers. Um, be that as is may, we, we were kind of talking about it before, but I said, this affects smaller streamers more than bigger streamers, I would think, because uh, Twitch has now come out with a thing where you have to go through them to get a sponsorship. Um, you cannot get sponsorships outside of Twitch. You can't have any, what do they call it? Stag- I don't, it's not the correct terminology, but stagnant images on your stream, such as if you're being sponsored. If you had like a Chipotle ad and you put Chipotle ad up on your screen, you can't have that. Um, certain things can only be small on your screen. It can be smaller than, I think it was like 300 pixels or something like that. It's very small. So they're kind of trying to take control of the sponsorship market and they want to take a piece out of it. So any sponsorship you get, they take a cut out of it, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I've, we, we've kind of had this discussion in our group chat with a bunch of our other gaming friends, but I've said it before. Um, a lot of these streaming platforms or are not for small streamers and it's getting tougher and tougher to come from being a small streamer to a big streamer, unless a bigger streamer kind of shouts you out or you play with the bigger streamer either way where it's going to be, but they keep doing things like YouTube doesn't have a designated like streamer section. You either have to look up the streamer, find the streamer through shorts, find the streamer through TikToks or any other type of ways that it goes through, or that's about it. Um, you might pop up on someone's recommended on the side, but for people to do that on YouTube is very unheard of Twitch. You get drowned in a bunch of like people streaming, whatever they're streaming. So you could be at the bottom of the list with all the numbers and everything else like that. There's never a time where, and I think they should do this like maybe on the front page or, or something where they should cycle out the small streamer for the big streamer and put those in there and give people a chance. Um, Facebook, that gaming stuff's pretty much dead. Um, apparently, Twitter is now in the running. And, I mean, Kick Kick is, you know, the new kid on the block who's kind of making a big headway where they're signing bigger streamers. You get, like, 80% of your royalties, I think, or, like, 90% or 100 or whatever. And you, I think they're now trying to put in something in place where you're going to get paid if you're a small streamer and you meet a certain amount of hours a week, um, which is kind of cool. I mean, if you could get maybe more a little more than minimum wage and you stream for a certain amount of time you can live off of that and if you really want to take it seriously it gives you a chance to take it seriously but still not lose all hope or or um, you know living means so i don't know but mike what do you think man i don't we've had we've had a conversation about this but as time goes on like i i kind of just like having fun now making content but other than that that's about it. I've never aspired to be a big uh, streamer. I, I don't know. I mean, I think 
I get, like for for those streamers out there that are already making somewhat of a living off of Twitch. Yes, definitely this is a big hit to their bottom line. Because a lot of what they receive is not necessarily from Twitch, right? It's from those sponsors that they are contracted likely to have those burned in images in their frame, right? Like in their uh, stream layer design and stuff like that. So having this problem where all of a sudden they can't do that anymore and they must go through like an internal means to those to those streamers is absolutely a slap in the face 100 percent um now if you're brand new and you're just starting out there is something enticing about the idea that this the platform's now going to facilitate sponsorships for you more or less or, or provide you a, a, a like a hub to get that those sponsor, sponsorships even if they are kind of coming through the, the hands of twitch first um i see benefit there um because at the end of the day if you're just if you have great content people are going to watch it you're going to get sponsorships money's going to come through the door right like if you're if you are somebody that people 100 love watching Right, like, like I'll I'll use Doctor Disrespect or or Tim the Tapman uh, as like, or even Ninja for that matter, as as like a reference is that these people, it's not necessarily that they are amazing at the games they're playing, they are entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Doc is and and I think Tim are two of the best at it because they are like explosive in their personalities. They are able to legitimately put like they're obviously not like that off stream. Like Doc is for sure playing a character. Tim is oh, is def- sure. yeah. yeah uh, after meeting Doc, yeah, yeah. Like Tim, Tim is Tim is kind of just being an, an amplified version of who he really is. Like I don't think right. Tim is, is playing a character as much as Doc is, but like they're both kind of this. Like Doc, I remember meeting Doc. He kind of had this. He wasn't as like in your face, but he definitely had those digs where he talked like that. Like he kind of yeah. made fun of me for being five eleven, which was hilarious. But like <laughs> he was, he was still that joking around or whatever. But he, when he's in his character, he makes it more serious. And exactly like, right. Like it's right. it's just an amplified personality. But Doc has a whole pers- um, persona that comes with it. Right. Right. Um, so like these characters, these these players, they could do anything. They could literally play. I, I don't Uno. know, like Uno. solitaire minesweeper right Right. i i know that doc and tim would probably find a way to make mines minesweeper or solitaire um super electrifying and exciting just because it's who they are they're fun to watch right so if you're if you are that kind of person that has that ability to create an audience that is not necessarily watching you because you're playing a game but watching you because they really enjoy the entertainment that you provide while you're doing that I think you'll be fine no matter what platform you end up on. Um, I think there are there is opportunity on every single platform, regardless of the pay scale, assuming you have great content, right? Um, but yes, I definitely think this is is a problem for current major streamers that are utilizing Twitch as a as like you know they're Twitch partnered. They they're kind of contractually obligated to to abide by this, otherwise they have to leave or or yeah. take fines. I guess. It's, so, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because like I know a lot of streamers who have a like there's a website where you can go and sign up for all of these sponsorships outside of Twitch. 
which is crazy that like now that website kind of is for nothing because you can't go through that website and sign up for a sponsorship. You now have to go through Twitch to get the sponsorship and they take a cut of it. Um, it's just like musicians, musicians. Yes. They make a lot of money through, uh, the record sales or whatever else like that. But the majority of their money is coming from touring. Like a lot of musicians make a lot of their money through touring can confirm. Yeah. So like, it's just the same thing. It's the same thing. Like you might make some money on Twitch or your platform, but majority of your money is coming from those sponsorships or free stuff. Um, like G Fuel, G Fuel is one of the biggest sponsors through any type of streaming platform. Um, you could have that twenty percent off code, like on the bottom of your screen or or whatever it is. But guys, I I have no idea. But not a sponsor. But I forgot to put it in our beginning. Um, I found the <laughs> drink of the summer. If you guys were wondering, um, I I've been getting into some more seltzers. I try and hang back off the beer. Uh, I've been working out more, and I've been trying to you know focus on feeling better. And, you know, it helps me sleep also working out. Um, I just want to get in shape before the wedding. But this right here, man, it's tasty. And it also is 4.5% alcohol. But the new Vizzy Orange Cream Pop is slamming. I know Mike isn't really a big seltzer guy. And, you know, a lot of people aren't. But I will say this right here is very tasty. Um, there's been a lot of ones that are sugary and do a little too much. And I think there was like some, what was this one? It was like Sunny D Seltzer. And I had one and I was like, yeah, I'm good. But like this, I could probably drink a whole case and still be happy because it's not so overpowering. It's like orange and then you get like a little aftertaste of like a hint of vanilla. And it's pretty refreshing. and I like it. Um, you can still get a little messed up off of it. You know, if you want to get a little crazy. <laughs> if you want to get a little crazy. Mark, listen, guys. If you want to get a little crazy, you can pour <laughs> this in a cup. Okay. Get yourself some orange vodka. Bang. And then put a little bit of like a vanilla vodka in it. Ooh, if, you, yeah. if you want to get crazy, maybe a little caramel. I don't know. But, you know, if you want to spice it up, get a little more turn. It, it's slamming. That's all I got to say. But I'm going to give this, out of all the seltzers I've had with flavors, um, it's definitely a 10 out of 10 for me. I don't give that out lightly, especially on seltzers. But Vizzy definitely is one of the most flavorful seltzers I've ever had. And Damn. I don't feel like this one's up. All right. Well, for hey, me. maybe I should try it. Um, maybe I'll have to just just uh, commit and just just buy myself a pack. See what see what, see what does. Yeah. All right, everybody. Let's hit you with the recap. So we both talked a lot about uh, what's been going on going along in the our individual lives uh, mm -hmm. in the world that we live in. Uh, I've been playing some Diablo Four. Um, you know, did been doing a lot of work at work, but but it's all right because we're playing D and D afterwards. Um, I got a chance to restain my porch and put some new uh, nails down in my deck to make sure that everything's good. It's always nice to re renovate the home, you know, make sure make your space nicer, of course. Uh, David uh, dealt with a, a little bit of a hack scenario, uh, which was no fun. Um, but thankfully, we've got that under control. He went to go yeah. see Spider-Man's uh, Into the Spider-Verse, right? Spidey-Verse. He went to a winery and, of course, victory. Uh, Caden, little guy's now up and uh, walking around. Soon he'll be running. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to get the leash out. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, he seems like he might the be leash. a runner. Oh, listen, guys. <laughs> I will never put my child on leash. My, my motto is, if you want to go, you can go. And, okay. And then, then the kidnap will scare you enough. Man. Fair enough. I've been uh, stepping my game up when it comes to uh, to the attire at the office. You know, it feels good to do uh, to do important stuff you know, while feeling important, I guess. And if, 
if if it means putting on a blazer, put on some extra extra uh, items in your in your wardrobe to get you there. Uh, I see no problem. And of course, I found a I've been I don't know Nordstrom Rack. I never thought I would ever be wanting to go there and purchase clothing, but I think they have some really rad blazers. So check it out if you're interested. Um, of course, uh, Memorial Day weekend happened. I spent some time with family. Um, Dave was gonna go down to the shore, but ended up you know just kicking it at home. Sometimes some family time is what is needed. Mm-hmm. Photoshop AI absolutely going bonkers. If you're in the design world and you haven't checked it out, it's insane. You can basically have a plate with nothing on it and ask it to put something there and it looks pretty dang good. Um, Kaden was sick for a little while, so of course that's never fun uh, to have a child at home uh, not feeling well. Uh, and of course, uh, there's some new games coming out. You know, uh, like I said, I've been playing some Diablo 4 um, and Street Fighter's on its way. Uh, and soon enough, we'll have Snapshot 6 uh, for Dead Drop. So I'm looking forward to all of that together. Guys, we hit the main topics. Um, you know, UFOs are ba- or UAPs are back in the news. Is it real? Is it bogus? Um, who's to tell? Um, until they come and land on my front lawn, I'm not so <laughs> sure that I believe much coming out of any news source. But who knows? Um, we have some awful, awful air quality right now. There are some awful fires in Canada that are some wildfires where that is blowing its uh, its uh, smoke and debris down all the way here to the east coast, uh, the northeast of the United States. And it's really bad outside. So if you're in, anywhere in this vicinity, you already know, like, don't you know, take your kids inside, bring your dogs inside. Um, don't be outside if you don't have to be. Uh, hopefully everyone in Canada is doing OK. And um, so, uh, you know, more to come there. Hopefully this is resolved by the next episode. Uh, and of course, Twitch, man, uh, what are you doing? Like, I think you're ruined. Uh, we, we definitely think you're ruining some Twitch uh, partner, uh, you know, big names on your platforms, uh, main income source. Um, we think it may be a little bit of greedy. Uh, we think that, you know, maybe uh, it's also an opportunity for someone new to come in and have some things set up for them already. Don't have to kind of work, worry about it. But ultimately, we kind of agreed that, you know, if you've just got good content, it doesn't really matter where you're going to be. Like, it's not a big deal that if you were to shift platforms or move to YouTube or kick or wherever. Um, but I have seen kick talking on Twitter right now. They are they are spicy with their like comments about everything going on. And they they have been interesting to follow. Um, I don't know where, where if you stream out there, sound off in, in the comments, wherever you, you see this over, maybe over on Instagram at the humble threads uh, dot network uh, page. Do you stream? Does this affect you directly? Um, let us know. We'd love we'd love to hear about it. Um, but that's it for the show, gang. Uh, David, let the good people know what we'd love them to do. Yeah, guys, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of your choice. You know, we're, we're everywhere. We're everywhere now. I, I I don't need like there's spot there's there's like podcast names that I've never even heard of. So anything or any app that you have, please go out there um, and consider sharing it with a friend. Share it with anybody. We will be going more on our Instagram and be reaching more people. So um, it'd be nice to just see what word of mouth does. So you know, send it out there, guys. It really helps us reach new listeners. Of course, uh, we have the socials. The ones that some of them got hacked, but they're doing okay right now. We're good. Um, we're, we're good. We're, we're safe. We're secure. We're two-factor authenticated. Uh, Google's got our back. Um, but of course, go follow us over on Instagram. Uh, you'll find us at uh, humblethreads.network. 
Um, you can find us on YouTube, you know, uh, we're, and we're also on nearly every podcast platform you can think of. Um, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we're likely there. Uh, our, our, the biggest listeners of these days are Spotify, of course, because of uh, the platform we record on and uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. But hey, if you're, hey, you could be on Pandora. We are on Pandora. We are on Amazon Podcasts or everything in between of those. Th- um, but either way, gang. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, happy episode 60. Um, but as always, gang, stay humble. <laughs>